Shorty from USA, Tiger Woods. I haven't Russ. watched a play of football. I've been busy. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah, been busy. Been what are you doing? doing? What are you doing, Austin? Well, last Sunday I watched. Uh, let's see, Casey Danielson. I was caddying for her down there in South Bend. Got off to a hot start. We were fourth with ten holes left. Put our last ten eight over to finish thirty ninth. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, wasn't our best. Wasn't our best. But this past Sunday, we played a little bit, a little less worse our first five, but then way better our last 12. <laughs> what did, how, how did she play in the LPGA this past weekend? She made the cut, finished 73rd, played uh, played her first 14 holes great, last 40 holes pretty. So now, how do you – all right, so you've been catting for Casey, yep. obviously with Norrin too. Where's the yep. – like – you just like when you get the call, you make the move and go wherever Norn's playing, or what's the how's yeah, that relationship so Norn, work Norn, with doing the boat? Norn pretty much has me on full time now, so uh, doing that, um, he's telling me a schedule like we're gonna play, we're taking these next two weeks off, and then we're gonna play Shriners, Zozo, and CJ Cup. Well, Shriners, CJ Cup, and then Zozo. Sweet. Um, so we're and those are all now. Those are all like on the West Coast now, right? Yep. Shriners is in Vegas at TPC Summerlin. CJ Cup is now at uh, Shadow Creek, where Tiger and Phil played their match. Oh, what yeah, a couple of weeks! Just two weeks in Vegas. Yep. And then Sherwood Forest, or is it Sherwood Country Club? Sherwood, Sherwood Forest. Sherwood, no. I think. I don't think Forest. It's where it's they used Sherwood. to play. It's where they used to play. Uh, was Zach Johnson that one time hold out to beat Tiger? Yeah. Everybody had to be ready for that, especially you guys. I mean, big Zach Johnson fans you guys are. <laughs> I mean, hey, Nelly, Nelly's from Iowa, so he's he's probably the biggest fan here. He must be. Oh, huge. boy. That's good. Won the Payne Stewart Award for the nicest guy. <laughs> good. Hey, he was – Guess he good, was low, good for him. He was low, low gross in the 40-plus uh, division this week, so yeah, good Yeah, that's for what him, he huh? tweeted. That was good. Yeah, that was a great joke. Did you guys see Bryson replied? Make a joke like that, get a free bowl of soup. <laughs> what did I what, did, he, did he beat Paul Casey? I guess uh, he must have. I don't know. I roasted him on the, the leaderboard right because Paul Casey was is forty three. Can you believe Paul Casey's forty three? Wait, no, he, yeah, he did beat Paul. He did beat Paul because I think Paul finished like top fifteen both U.S. Opens at Winged Foot, and they're like fifteen years apart or whatever they were. Paul, that's impressive. T seventeen at eight over, and Zach Johnson was T eight at six over. T-17 was – I mean, there's some good players at T-17 at the U.S. Open. Yeah, there were. <laughs> some good Including players. you guys. <laughs> Is that what you guys finished? Yeah, 17. Yep. Oh, there we go. There we go. Nice. Well, love it. So, yeah, so I guess to kind of start things off, so, like, kind of give us a little bit. So, you're uh, you're catting for Norn now. How did, yep. how did Alex that Norn. – Alex Norn. Um infamous hard not infamous maybe famous hard worker and blister guy on the tour yeah i don't uh, even know if they're blisters i think they're just calluses calluses just, just yeah. rough yeah he says he can't 
he can't he's rub like of his wife's back with uh with his shirt on because his hands are so rough they just they like ruin the shirt. <laughs> wow. Dude, I'm oh not kidding God. you. I can't. What's it I can't like shaking this guy's hand? I don't know if I've ever done it. I can't even hand him the ball. Like you know, where you hand him the ball and you like drop it to him. Like I either throw it or let him just grab it out of the towel so I don't have to touch it. Like I'm nervous. I'm gonna get scrat. Like I'm gonna get a sliver. <laughs> from his hands oh my god like nerv- dude it's unbelievable how it's like he puts he has this little like plaster stuff and he, like puts what? it on like the cracks of his hands like it's like it's, it's, it's like skin glue. glue essentially yeah like he was struggling wow. before sunday before we teed off his left thumb was on there and he kept on he like taped it put some glue on retaped it like it was so crazy. he really is the epitome of always be grinding he is abg for sure like he's like he's like i don't know what these other guys are worried about like i don't know why they what are they doing like you just if you play bad you figure out what was bad then you go do it like you go work on it and it's done it's just like boom like it's the most simple my thought process ever doesn't carry a yardage book he has me do the yard or meters book i should say he has me do the meters and he just goes he goes okay where do we want to hit it i'll be like it's 157 we want to pitch it 153 you got this to work with. He goes, okay, you like this club? And I'm like, yeah. And we have like a little on the back of my yardage book. I have like, what is stock yardage goes like, and that's like a little fade. And then like, if you really wants to like hammer one and just like de loft it and kind of trap draw it. Mm. And he'll be like, he'd be like, you're like a strong one. His, his really good so thing he is can- like, he goes, what's up. So he can draw the ball. <laughs> oh, dude, you should see the shot we hit on 16 this last week. Like it ended up in where like the, there's like there's still like a little bit of pass like outside the ropes where the TV crews take their carts yeah. and then like the where the spotters stood this week. I mean, thank God for them because you couldn't find a ball in the rough except for Harris English. Oh, yeah, God. I heard about that. I didn't Poor know. Guy. I didn't know what happened. I haven't seen a video of it, but that Tough stinks. Start for him. wasn't that I mean, on he hole still one? Still finished okay though. Yeah, yeah. Le- left on hole one. Shouldn't hit it left anywhere there. <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, so there was a little bit where we were on, like, kind of the dried-out stuff. Like, got lucky. Like, he hit a three-wood so far right on 16. Yeah. And we're and he's like, yeah, as long as, like, we're kind of not behind the behind this one tree. Like, he didn't have to hit it around leaves, just, like, the trunk of it. He goes, as long as we're not there, it'll be all right. And it, I'm not kidding you. It's probably, like, five yards behind the tree. Like, probably right where his club's going to be close to not hitting it on his follow-through. So he can still make a full swing. And we can't see the green from behind the tree. Like that's how close we were. So you just couldn't see anything up there. Oh, we got God. like two we had two hundred and twenty one meters. And he hits God. his four iron like two ten max meters. So I mean we got like two like two forty five almost yeah. yards. Up, and I'm wondering what, I'm wondering what he's going to do here, though, because, I mean, the wind's kind of coming down off the left, but, like, hook is definitely the shot. And I'm thinking he's just going to try to play this big hook up and over the trees on the other side of the fairway and just fade her in there. And he takes this thing and just sling draws it around, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ball's in the air, and I'm like, dude, I think that has to sit or it's going to roll over the green because it had so much turn on it. Like, I thought it was just going to be one of those ones that lands and, like, shoots over the green. Yeah. The greens were starting to firm up at this point. They were pretty firm on Sunday. But lands, like, front edge, rolls up to, like, middle of the green. He's got, like, a 40-footer, almost rolls it in like he usually does, taps in for four, goes the next hole. I'm like, well, that <laughs> was impressive. Scrambling man. Yeah. It was it was pretty good. Uh, one, wow. of the, one of the uh, spotters looked at me, and she goes, wow, that was good caddy. And I said, yeah, I just went like this. I just... <laughs> Told her I was praying. <laughs> was she was she cute? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, she's like 55. I mean, still for that age range, for sure. Yeah, 55 with a mask on. <laughs> yeah, and she probably is a member at Wingfoot, so I mean, yeah. that's a bonus. You probably should have got her number, Austin. You probably should have. Or asked if uh, she has any single children. That's true. That would have worked out as well. That's higher level thinking. Marquette grad. <laughs> hey. hey. This hey. is why he's a lawyer. You know, we hey. pay him to do the big the big bucks here. Someone's always be grinding. I'm always be thinking. <laughs> what? Uh, so how well, long have you been is looping? thinking as well? How long have you been looping for him now? Is it a couple months? Yeah, I started the week before the players at Arnold Palmer. He texted me, and he's, his his communication skills, they're getting better, but I don't think they're <laughs> his main focus. Like, he just loves hitting great golf shots and hitting yeah. great putts because that's what he does, which is good. I mean, so I'm fine with it. But uh, he texted me, and he goes, hey, like, I think I have a caddy set up um, after this week, but I need a caddy this week at Bay Hill. Do you, do you want to do it? And I, my brother had told me that Alex Norton was maybe going to call me and mm-hmm. ask me to caddy. And I texted back. I'm like, is this Alex Norton? He goes, yeah, sorry. Sorry. He didn't even like say his name. It was just some unknown number. Was it, <laughs> was a, like, Swedish, okay. was it a Swedish number? No, it was, it was American. He lives He lives in Jupiter now. He moved over here in, uh, in January. That would be hilarious if it was just this foreign number. Yeah, like plus – like plus, plus 44, like 18 <laughs> yes. digits. Like, oh, yeah, it would have been great. So then I worked for him that week, and then uh, we missed the cut, and I was like, you know, this stinks. Like, that was a cool week. I've always idolized him because, I mean, he totally embodies what I'm about. Like, hard workers, get the job done. Like, if there's something to work on, go get it done. And so, I, like, we were hitting balls. I mean, he hits so many balls on the range. I'm just like, it's like tournament week. I mean, do you get tired? I'm thinking to myself, obviously. And then he goes like, yeah, I don't carry a yardage book, so just make sure you get a meters book. I was like, holy smokes, what's going on? Like, this is crazy. And he said he had a guy lined up, so I just asked him after the round. I was like, hey, I got a question for you. Like, I wanted to learn, know for my game or, like, just going forward, game of golf, just learning more. Like, hey, what are you working on? Like, when you're doing these certain things, like, you know, he kind of has that pre-shot routine where he's leaning and where he's like, starting- break- he's, like, breaking his knee. Yeah, he like turned. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to get his like right shoulder work almost over the top because he's played so yeah. far underneath his whole life. He shallows it so well that he almost needs the opposite. Yeah, so he really wants to kind of stay on top of it and kind of tightens up his shot pattern and almost influences a little fade, obviously. Then, so we kind of talked for like ten, fifteen minutes, and and he was like, "Yeah, I got to go tip the locker room, guys." I was like, "Okay," and he's like, "Shoot, I don't have any money." I'm like, "All right, I'll run to my car and I'll get some." So I ran to my car sprinted i mean i'm like still kind of working i mean i'm like kind of nervous i'm like sprinting to my car i come back give him like he had like 40 bucks left he goes just put it on my invoice i'm like what do you mean invoice like i've never been invoiced before i just got done jordan and casey they just write me a check it's like here you go like thanks for working he goes yeah i'll give you my email my lady she'll pay you i was like okay (laughs) so i mean i'm just like what is going on this is new but so then he, when we t- chatted after that, when I brought the money back, he goes, Hey, do you want to work next two events? Which would be, Domin- which would have been Dominican Republic and Valspar. And I'm like, perfect. Cause I was going to go before this Corona thing happened. I was going to go and club caddy at Augusta, try to help out Feely and Freddie if they needed any help, like knowing the course or just in future, if I ever ended up caddy in there, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever. I mean, I needed something to do some way to make money. Cause uh, 
I hadn't made that much in the last three years. Catting the Symmetra is not as glamorous as everybody tells you that it is. Okay. It's a great time. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know if funny. I've heard it's that glamorous, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard some, I've heard some pretty stellar reviews about that. You guys ever need a bag out there? Just let me know. I'll help you find one. God, uh, three, three from the T uh, live from Symmetra tour. That's three. each got a bag for a week. Oh, you guys wow. would love it. Oh, you'd love it. It'd be great. It'd be good. I would be I would be too frustrated to ever be a good caddy. If any if my player hit a bad shot, I would be like, "Well, what the hell was that?" <laughs> That's because you hit it on a rope. Like you just hit like frozen stringers. So you actually probably could caddy for the girls pretty good cuz that's all they do. They just They all them. yeah, they probably all just do stripe shows. Yeah. So how how does yeah. how does one separate from another on the Symmetra tour? You got to just make putts. Is that it? Yeah, you kind of make putts, and then there's some girls that like their irons are pretty bad. Like Casey, Casey, like at the U.S. Open, like the second tournament I ever caddied for, there was like a pin like three off the left, and it's just death left of the green. And she goes, "You just like you like five iron right at it." I was like, maybe like one or maybe like one or two to the right, and she goes, "Okay." And she hits this ball, and it goes dead at the pin, dead straight. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, if this normal draws, I mean, it's gone. Like, she usually hits like a two yard draw. I'm like, if, if this normal draws, it's it's gone. Like, I mean, it is gone. Oh, what and course was this? This was at Trump Bedminster in New nice. Jersey. And I'm just like, Huge. oh gosh, oh gosh, what's going on? And it just goes right at the flag. She goes, yeah, like, I don't really hit it right or left of the flag. I kind of just hit it right at it every time. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay. okay. Like, all right. Well, that's I'm good. Sure. She goes, yeah, like I usually don't hit it that far offline. I was like, all right, a little different from a guy's five iron. Just a little. <laughs> I mean, hers hers goes like 165, and like Norn's goes like 190 meters, so a little longer than that, like 210. So yeah. it's just like, okay. But I'm sure yeah, her so college like, coach would be thrilled to hear that. She's like, yeah, I just don't really. Her college, really her college coach is awesome. Ann Walker, she's awesome. She's so cool. She's uh, helped out with, like, the Palmer Cup team. She's from Scotland. I mean, I've actually learned a ton from her. You guys should get her on the on the podcast. She's awesome. Wow. We'll toss she's her on. Great. Yeah, she's uh, – I mean, she's won a couple national championships now at Stanford. She's good. Stanford just breeds excellence. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, no kidding. So uh, that practice was yeah. yeah, practiced there during the PGA Championship this year. Stayed oh. at Casey's host family's house. Stayed with these two kids down there. Their two sons and then their parents. They're living in their basements. Shout out to the kids living in their parents' <laughs> basements still. Love it. <laughs> uh, but stayed with them and then went and practiced at Stanford in the morning and then went and caddied in the afternoon. But I, then Corona, back to the story with Norrin, if you guys want me to go back there. I yeah, 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 we're, yeah, sorry, we got sidetracked. Yeah, I, that happens with me really bad. <laughs> so then I was going to go down and work with him during the players just to learn more about him. Like, I mean, I, we had like a week off to get ready for Dominican Republic and the Valspar. And we get down there and all of a sudden they cancel the players. And I'm like, yeah. you just want me to do like the rest of the year? Like, I know you said you had a Swedish guy. He goes, yeah, don't you think so? Like, I'm like, no, I, I don't know. You didn't tell me these things. Back to his communication skills. Yeah. So I was like. All right, sweet. So I kind of got a like, job. Well, if you want me to caddy for you on the PGA Tour, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. But you're like, well, I'm not going to. And I almost, like, I almost asked him, I'm like, like, do you 
so do you want me to do like the rest of the year? He goes, yeah, didn't you think that? I was like, well, no, you just said do like these next two events. Like, yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. That, yeah, that's that's good. That's good. That's what he always says. And I'm like, yeah, all right, good. perfect. So then Corona happens and I'm like, shoot, Shit. I just had like a really nice job opportunity. <laughs> and now this Corona thing happens and I'm just like, well, what's going to happen? So we kind of chatted, stayed in touch a little bit over Corona and mm-hmm. he's getting ready. He's like, hey, we're probably going to get in this event. Then we'll probably get in this event, the first two events. We finished 21st at RBC Heritage. That's good. Then we, the turning point, I think, for him, that, like, gave us a little bit of breath of life because he's kind of grinding to get his status back for FedEx Cup for the year because mm-hmm. he was in uh, just outside of 125 the year before. So then he played good there, and we're just like, okay, like, that's kind of nice, a little breathing room, still needed another good, like, finish or so, and then we went to Memorial, or we went to Detroit, missed the cut at Detroit, went to Memorial, and we're, like, hanging in there, and then he, he, like, putted really bad on the second nine on Friday, and we missed the cut by, like, four, and I'm like, I didn't know he had bad putting in him, like, I didn't know that was possible, like, he's an unbelievable putter. Yeah. So I was just like, well, this this stinks, and I'm thinking like, is he gonna go home? Like, what's the deal? And he didn't. No, we stayed. He grinds. He's a grinder. We grinded. So you know those like fifty pack of balls, like the fifty, like they're yeah. like a like a nice little range carry bag that you see the guys have. Yep. You know, we yep. hit thirty seven packages of those that week. <laughs> thirty seven. I counted. <laughs> See, like in, and dirt, chipping, man. chipping was in there too. Chipping was in there too. So we probably well, hit like 10, 10 chipping, but like eighteen, eighteen hundred balls. Yeah, like I am not like we literally were on the range. So Feely and Freddie teed off like on Saturday. I mean, I got to the range just just when they were teeing off, and I think we left after them. And they played a they played a round, like wow. warmed up, played a round, and like and I got there when grinding. they were teeing off. So they had warmed up. And then they had played around, and we were still on the range. Like we didn't, we didn't go and chip and putt. We left for lunch for like we went inside and he takes like a nice European lunch for like an hour, milkshake, and then go and rock and roll. Wow. Yeah, milkshake, huge milkshake guy. Are they so actually? It, it was, are they? Yeah, and so it's incredible. He really likes hitting like when there's ranges with trees like hanging over like the really off the right he loves it so he can hit low cutters and just cut them around the tree and like <laughs> that's how he judges that's how he practices like how high and low his shots go like, oh how based on how high the tree goes yeah so like this week we teed off at the u.s open we were like on the last five stalls closest to the right side of the range just so he could hit low peelers underneath because it's the same thing like working on his shoulder when he tries to get on top of it rather than getting underneath it when he gets underneath it he hits like push slices out to the right it's just it's kind of like a cancer for him like Everybody has that miss when they hit like one battle and they're like, oh gosh, can't do that. And then they keep it and you're like, God, (laughs) it stinks. And it's bad. I mean, I've been through it and it stinks, but his is on a more drastic level. But yeah, so then I've been caddying with him ever since. We had 21st at RBC Heritage. Got done hitting our 37 racks of balls at Memorial. (laughs) And then we, uh, what was the week after that? Did we go to Minnesota after that? I think it was. Well, there weren't there the two in a row at. Well, there was work day. Then yeah, Memorial. we didn't play. We didn't play work day. We didn't play okay. work day because we didn't get in. And then we played Memorial, and then we left from Three. Memorial to. Was it a PGA maybe? Because I thought it work day, no, but not no, the PGA. No, or we went to. No, we we got into Minnesota. I think Detroit. 
That Detroit was before. I think Detroit was before. Yeah, so. yeah, the Memorial Tournament was the 13th through the 19th of that. Are the milkshakes that good there? I got to know. Are they that they were good? good. They were good. But I'm, like, not really a dairy guy. Oh. So, like, oh, it was good yeah. going oh. down, but. Bad anyway, coming out. Yeah. I pictured myself having, like, no joke, like, four or five a day there. Yeah, like, and you, you probably will when you start playing there. Like, when you start <laughs> playing there on a yearly basis. <laughs> Absolutely, Zach. I think Zach. Zach and I are probably a good competition of who would have more milkshakes there in a day. I have a Zach. Lot of easy. It's not even a question. <laughs> I ruined with the guy for like a whole summer. He ate more ice cream in the summer than I've eaten in my life. <laughs> I mean, it's the I most impressive thing I've ever seen. How he's healthy, I don't know, but it's great. How fit he is, <laughs> and you saying that makes me just angry. It makes you angry. <laughs> yeah. Because you're, like you're like an elite physical specimen. I mean, you bomb it. <laughs> you absolutely send it. Me? And you got chicks hanging on you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> everything, yes. everything you have just described could not be farther from the truth. <laughs> I mean, if they got to look at your nice closet, Nelly, it would probably be different, you know? Maybe we should yeah. publish the... Uh, yeah, the uh, video a, version of the pod. Yeah, what is it? Like podcast pads, like podcasters pads, and then just do like yeah. a MTV Cribs. <laughs> that would be great. Come on in. Visual, yeah. Come on in. Well, so we, sick. After, after Memorial, we start missing – we miss a cut, hit a bunch of balls. We flew up <laughs> to Minnesota with Freddie and Feely, and uh, we get up there in Minnesota, and we're practicing, rocking and rolling, and all of a sudden <laughs> – we're in contention on Sunday and I'm just like, Holy smokes, here we go. And this guy just like, I mean, it's amazing when he flicks it with the putter. It's crazy. It's it like a so light hot. switch. Yeah. And he rolled, he rolled a good one in on, uh, thir- so, oh. is 13 at TPC twin. Is that the left, the dog leg left around the water? Yep. 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 So he rolled a good one in there for like a 20 footer for birdie. So okay. Quick question. Quick question. Yep. You mentioned how you guys have your process with, you giving him the yardage and he's kind of passive with just like making a strategy game plan. He just wants to know his numbers and then he can just hit the shot. What yeah. about putting? Who's doing the reads? How are we looking at oh, the he's always on there. Like I swear if he asks me a question ever on the putting green, I'm just gonna be like, Yeah, I'm going to the next tee or I gotta go to the bathroom. I mean, it's just like it's he's all him. so good at reading his speed. Okay. Yeah, it's all okay. him. Like he's asked okay. me a couple times, like he asked me for like confirmation and just like kind of seeing what I see or like maybe confirming what he sees, but for the most part, he's really okay. I got you. I don't know That's if I've the- been really. I don't know if I've been really wrong every time or what. But he asked me the first. He asked me like the like the ninth, the tenth hole. I think we teed off at ten in Arnold Palmer. The first, the first day I ever caddied for him, like the tenth hole, he asked me on hole one. It's like this downhill, like eight foot slider. And like I think I'm a pretty good putter, a pretty good green reader. Great. And it's like this downhill slider, and he goes, "What do you see here?" I'm like, "I just see it just tapping, like falling in, like off the right, maybe like, maybe like an inch outside the left." He goes, "Okay, I like that." And it rolled in. I was like, "Oh my gosh, thank God!" I was thank like, God. "I've never been so nervous reading a putt in my life." <laughs> I but love yeah, it. Yeah, so I don't do That's much great. on the greens. I mean, he does all chipping and putting. I mean, he's so good chipping and putting, and really, he's just like I think when he talks, like most golfers, when he talks, like. When he's talking over a shot, he's really talking to himself. Yeah. But he's just yeah. talking it out loud and he just wants like a little confirmation. It's always I nice really, to have dialogue. It almost yeah. That really like I, I mean, a, I really think in the psyche of a person to have 
like an outside voice, even though it's almost like a, a reverberation of what you're thinking. Yeah. Like that's huge. I and mean, that's kind of where, that's kind of yeah. like where my job, where my job kind of gets to the, like the very important parts when you're coming down the stretch of mm-hmm. like rounds and stuff, like where you kind of keep them in, keep them in their zone. Like, cause you're, yeah. you're worried about kind of what you're thinking. Like, even with no fans, you're just like, you're standing on the first tee on Sunday and you're just like, holy smokes. Like the end of these like four hours, like life could drastically change. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, that's like it's, and it's cool to think that like, that's, I mean, that's why we play the game, but it's just, and then you got to manage your own expectations. Like I gotta, I gotta be the flat line and, you know, make sure he's like bad shots. Aren't that bad. And good shots aren't that great because you just got to kind of stay in that zone where he wants to be at. I mean, does he get pumped up? I feel like he's pretty, I feel like he's pretty level. level. Yeah. He's pretty level for the most part. He's been very good mentally since Memorial really good mentally like memorial he got kind of mad he slammed his club at colonial when we were on 17 on friday and i was like oh my gosh i didn't know he had that in him but oh. uh but yeah no he's been really good he's been really good uh mentally and it's it's been fun it's it's just fun to see because you learn so much he's very dry sense of humor <laughs> I can see like that. if you if you look at the video of him on 16 on saturday this week like he rolls in like this 18 footer for like his fourth par save on the back of like outside of like 15 feet. I mean, he's just absolutely raking it. The hole is the size of a swimming pool and it's just, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Like I'm just trying to stay out of the way. <laughs> and he rolls this point. one in and these like six people, like there's a bunch of people watching us cause we had like hot round of the day going. We were yeah. two under through like 15. I mean, it was playing so hard Saturday morning, not in the afternoon. But uh, he rolls us in, and these people started clapping. He kind of gave, like, the little wave. Like, there was, like, eight people clapping. Kind of like a Symmetra Tour event. <laughs> Waves. And then uh, he just kind of, like, shakes his head. Like, he's like, oh, my God. Like, And he walks over to me, and he goes, this is the best I've ever putted in my life. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, we still have, like, two hard holes left. Yeah, let's. Like, I kind of want to stay in him and make sure he's staying there. And I don't know if I said the wrong or right thing. I was like, I mean, yeah, you're putting pretty good. And we both have a really dry sense of humor. And I'm like, you're putting pretty good. But, like, I mean, you kind of missed that one on nine. And let me preface that. Like, the one on nine, he rolled this thing. Like, it was up and over a slope, like an 18-footer. And it's just perfect. And it just, like, slowly horseshoes and, like, sits on the edge. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, we didn't know how he went in. He kind of, like, early stepped it in. Like, he knew it was in and it, like, didn't go in. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my gosh. And he responded to me. He goes, yeah, okay. So, got to get better. And I was like, all right. (laughs) Then we get up to 17. He rolls in, like, a six-footer for par there. Hits it to, like, six feet on 18, like, above the hole and rolls that one in. I was like, you beat Danny Lee by five. So, that was good. (laughs) <laughs> and then, and then, yeah i mean so wait you guys no you guys weren't in his group were you no 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 no, no. no we did wait. that on we made birdie on uh saturday yeah and he yeah he did the same thing yeah saturday. uh okay so i want to hear about the setup uh wingfoot setup okay so compared to like and i want to hear from your you know personal perspective because you can get all the tv guys saying like oh yeah yeah Thick or rough, whatever. But compared to those regular tour events or all those other tour events, like take take us through the wingfoot setup and like uh, what that's like. Um. Okay. So the 
like you're standing on every tee box, like minus the par threes, and even the par threes are so hard. Like three, yeah. three, we hit hybrid in the last day. I mean, that's that's it's like two two forty something like that. I think he yeah. played them under par, which is insane. The par threes we did. Bryson did. Yeah. Insane. It's incredible, and like the only like seven is pretty is like almost easy. Like you're hitting like eight nine iron in there, but the green is like it's really like thirty by thirty yards, but it's really like. 15 by 15 because there's so many false fronts. Yeah, okay. The actual so kinda, area where the ball's going to stay there is so small. Yeah, where it's actually going to stay on the green, then it'll like fall off the left a little bit. It might fall off the right. The green complexes are like very wavy, like very undulating, and like you got to pay attention. Yeah. So then you add US Open speeds at like 13s, 12, 13, 14, what they were rolling as they graduated through the week. And you're just like, holy smokes. So we played. We saw the scores on Thursday morning, and then like you're just like, holy cow. And I was watching the coverage, like kind of learning, trying to figure out like which way certain putts are breaking, where guys are playing it in the fairways. And the scores fairways were low. Were, the scores were kind of low Thursday yeah, morning. they were low, and it was like kind of soft. And I'm like, how is this I happening? Talking, I'm like talking to Alex. I'm like, hey, do you see the scores at all? And he doesn't really look. He's like, nah. He's like, what's going on? Like, is it playing hard? And I'm like, no, it's not. It's like not really playing that hard. Like if you hit the fairways, and I feel he had just gotten off the course. Feel yeah. my brother just gotten off the course, and he's like, "Dude, it's playing like easy." I'm like, "It looks like if you hit the fairway, you like, got flip flip clubs in there." Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you hit the fairway, it's just like you make birdies, and you're just like, "Okay." And they had like a couple like easy pins set up, and you're just like, "Okay." So we hit a couple fairways, and you know, we just. It was just we just didn't play very solid. Like didn't score very good. Putted okay for him. Mm-hmm. Putted good for the rest of the people. Putted good for normal people. Like we were around even for strokes gained and drove it mm-hmm. in the rough. But we we're like two over. You're like you know okay we're still in fight. Yeah. Then the next morning we went out and you're just like okay like what's gonna happen? And the rough was cut on Tuesday, so like Thursday it okay. wasn't terrible. It was kind of graduated, so you could hit the first the fairways but the fairways kind of all like kind of crowned like 12 yeah. 12 whole 12 you can't hit the fairway <laughs> like i'm like if you look it up there might have been 10 percent people hitting the fairways there you just can't do it and it's only i mean it's only a 633 yard par five so like you're still okay but i mean it's just it is insane you ain't getting it's there the only two. it's the only bad shot on the on the whole golf course so everything else is totally fair the tee shot on 12 is the only bad shot because you like you you almost can't hit the fairway. If you hit it kind of like a hook it down the left side of the fairway, it like will like kick and kind of roll into the first cut over there. And then if you hit it down the right side of the fairway, there's like a huge slope. Like they parked a bus on it, and it's just <laughs> boom. It's kicking right in the rough. Like I mean, we hit three great drives there, and all of them are in the rough. And you're just like yeah. Like I mean, you kind of gotta you just chalk it up and then you it. just hack it out to the fairway and yeah, yeah. Then there's like a little <laughs> fairway bunker, but the, so the rough was kind of graduated. It went fairway. First cut. So you got a lot of balls in the first cut. If you hit like a really good drive, you could hit it in the first cut and it would stay there. And then you, you kind of had to guess like it was it was puffy enough where like you could Maybe hit that you ball that you thought. Flyer. Yeah. Yeah. You like you thought you could get a flyer sometimes, but if you caught it too high on the face, which was easy to do because your club doesn't like hit the ground. Yeah. It like kind of hit that that soft like knuckler where it just kind of lands and just doesn't really go Poof. anywhere. Where, like we yeah, probably had Poof. two or three of those. And then you got into the next stuff. I mean, the next stuff is like. I don't know what you call that, the rough. And just then, brutal. Well, that stuff. And then it would just sit down. Like, it stood straight up, and then it would just yes. sit down. Yeah, I remember like, seeing okay. that. Yeah, they had it straight up. Yeah, and then you kind of, like, would sit down, and you're just like, 
And then like everybody and then, like yeah. during the practice rounds is like trying to hit like, oh, can I hit seven iron? Like seven iron goes further than six iron or like eight iron comes out. I can hit up to an eight iron out of like these bad lies. And Norn's got this two hybrid apex hybrid. It's the best club I've ever seen anybody own in their life. He'd taken this thing. He opens it up and just whew, like hits like a flop shot out of it. And this ball would come out and just go and just like kind of fade a little bit. And I'm just, just like, knuckle. I'm like, oh my God, are we actually going to hit this all week? So we actually, I thought about it. I'm like, dude, are we better off getting a little hybrid that like a four or five hybrid that like has a little bit more cutting through the grass? He goes, dude, that's a really good idea. Let's try one. So we had the guys in the truck make one and we tried it a couple times, but it went like so high on other shots. It would have basically been like a desert club for getting out yeah. of the rough. Yeah. yeah. And we were just like, you know, the par the par threes are long enough. We're like hole ten, we needed four iron. Hole three, we needed four iron. Where we're just like, we got to keep the four iron in the bag. Sure. So we ended up not playing the five hybrid. Great try, but not so much. So when um, you first, so when you first got there, on like, what did you guys get there Monday, Tuesday? I got there Sunday. I played Sunday. around with my buddy right. on Sunday, and then you have to get tested. So you have to oh. wait to get your results to get tested. So it takes like two, three, four hours sometimes when sure. you get tested. So I got tested right away when I landed at like noon on Sunday. Got my results at like two o'clock. And then I woke up early, woke up early Monday and went and walked the course on Monday morning. Nice. What was your first, like, were you like, holy shit, winner's going to be like four over? Like, what were you expecting when you first saw it? When I first saw it, like, I saw some guys hitting shots in the greens and like wedges were like spinning back. I was like, you're like, wow. I was like, like this isn't U.S. Look, usually you watch U.S. Open guys like hit it out of the rough, ball lands on the front, and it rolls over the green. You're just like, okay. Or like guys are hitting wedges that land next to the hole, and they're just gone. You're just like, oh, my gosh. You're like, all right. So I'm just – I'm like walking around, and then I look at the rough, and I'm like, holy smokes. Yeah. You're just like – Healthy. So then – and Norn doesn't really like – like he didn't play, so I walked it first, and – you kind of got to watch – when I'm caddying, I always got to watch, like, my player chip or, like, hit shots around the greens to how they like, yeah. how they respond for us, you know, and yeah. learn that way. And so he hadn't chipped or putted, so I'm kind of, like, charting, like, charting on my book, like, okay, we can hit it in this right bunker when the pin's here because you can run it up this slope and then it'll come back down. You can get that one close. And you got to do that on all the sections of the green to all the possible pin locations. So you're just like, and each green probably has like five or six pin locations. Like hole number one had like three, maybe. Yeah, they had the same pin. Uh, yeah. Second round and final round, right? Yeah, second round and final round over there on the left. And you're just like, holy smokes, what's going on? So there wasn't like much to much to do that way. So you knew you had to hit fairways, but then the fact is, it, like, if you take out three wood or two hybrid and you miss the fairway, you're just like, well. Now we're really, really, really behind the eight ball. So now yeah. we're kind of seeing with like the way Bryson played it. He just hit driver as far as he can. And at least now he can hit like a wedge or something out of the rough on the green. And you're just like, it seemed to work this week. I mean, so was that yeah. your guys' strategy? Did you guys adjust that throughout the week? You're like, we just have to hit driver everywhere? No, he usually plays really aggressive off the tee. And like his driver is. I wouldn't say it's his strongest club and he hits his three wood and hybrid really good. So there's like a couple holes where I'm just like, dude, just hit that low sting and hybrid. Like, you know, and like, yeah, kind of, he can play, almost, yeah. He, yeah, he can almost kind of play like a little bit more off momentum, but like whole, like take for instance, hole 15. Like if you land it at like 224 meters, if you land it there 
it'll roll all the way like 30, 40 yards down there because the fairways the are the stimping. Fairway. The fairways yeah. are stimping yeah. at like 10. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just awesome. like, okay, like, and it rolls down the hill. And then he kind of liked the approach of him getting to the point where he's just like, you know what, I'm going to hit it down there as far as I can. You know, and I, I kind of adapted that after I saw after the second round, 40% of people were hitting fairways. So I'm like, all right, we just got to hit this as far down there as we can. Everybody's missing the fairway anyways. Yeah. Might as well get it down there. And then, you know, as, and as the the course is, is okay in the fact, this is kind of what makes it fair with that type of rough. Like, there's always a run-up. Oh, so yeah. The, there's the always, the like, green. a run-up on front of the mm-hmm. green. Like, yeah. 14 has a bunker in the middle of the fairway, but, like, that's probably the only hole. But you can always, like, run it up to the front edge. Mm-hmm. And so Andy North actually was sitting down eating lunch with Alex before the tournament started. And he said, was, I think it was actually on Friday and we had just made the cut. And Andy goes, what do you think you would shoot if you put your ball on the front edge of every green putting to all these flags for the weekend? And Alex is like, geez, I don't know. Like if it plays as hard as it did on Friday, I don't know what would happen. And so we kind of thought about it. So then we kind of got to the point of like, when we got it in trouble, find that front edge and then play from Just there. Just try he's to do that, good, yeah. Yeah, he's such a good putter. But that, sure. but back to my point of like how you can run it up the greens, you had to miss it on like the correct side, like hole number one. You couldn't miss it on the left side because there was a bunker kind of like 20 yards short left. Yeah, and so, so if, you got to yeah. chop it out of the rough and hopefully get it over that, get it to stop short. But if you miss it right, you got all this greenery all day. to run all it day. up all day. So yeah. hole two, you had to miss it left of the fairway because there's that little bunker up there. There's a little left up right side of the greens protected by the right bunker. Yeah. But every and every hole kind of had that where you could you could either hit it in a fairway bunker or you could hit it in the in the correct side of the rough, being it left or right. So the first time I walked the course, Norton's miss is high right. I saw that you could miss like you know probably like ten or eleven of the fairways to the right side and still mm-hmm. be okay. I'm like. I was talking with my brother. I'm like, dude, if we if we putt good this week and like, drive it like okay enough, yeah, you know, we'll be there. It's we'll be there enough. come yeah. Sunday. And the first two days, he he putted it okay, like he was even strokes gained putting. But that's usually like he'll usually lose like say for instance one from tee to green, but then he'll gain one or two around the greens. Like that's on the tournaments we play good, mm-hmm. you know. And then I mean Saturday he shows up and. Blitz the se- field. Plus seven on the greens. And you're just is that, yeah. is that what he was? Plus, plus seven in one round. Oh plus wow. seven strokes yeah. gained. Yeah, how, I'm, looking how at, was I'm looking that? at the scores. He had this the only person who had a better round was Wolf. And he yeah, got Wolf teed off because there was no wind. There was no yeah. wind. Like we played in fifty degrees and it was blowing like fifteen and stinking. I mean it was in, it was incredible. And like were you just dying out towards the end, yeah. Like, you kind of knew, obviously, that he was having a pretty special round. I mean, you moved up, what, like 35 spots, 30 spots. Yeah, we started the well, day in 49th, and right? I think we finished it on 11th. Yeah, we made the cut on the number. Yeah. Oh. So what, what yeah. was you guys' kind of mindset going into that round? Because, like, everyone talked about how, like, you know, people saw that Noren shot minus three, so, of course, you could do something. Um, like, where did you guys' mindset, like, let's go out there, just try to shoot something, get into somewhat of a spot to maybe top 10? Or like, what's kind of the thought process? On Friday, on, are you talking after Friday? Yeah, going into Saturday. You make the cut in the number. Like, what's kind of that, you know, you're in the back of the pack. Yeah, so um, 
he's he's done it twice to me now, and he and it it seems to be working. He did it at Minnesota, and he did it this week. We were practicing after Friday, like you know, we don't know if we're gonna make the cut or not. We're pretty sure we might make it because we were watching scores, and we're just like, it's playing hard, so we're chipping and putting on the greens after we're you know putting our putting our two or three hours in after we're done, you know, chipping and putting, hitting a few balls, and he kind of like we were talking, and I'm just like, oh okay, like. Hopefully we get a chance to play tomorrow. He goes, he goes, we're going to play. He goes, we got a chance to win. And I'm and like, he usually never says this. And I'm like, I'm like, like he never really talks about that. He just goes, okay, let's, let's go play good. Mm-hmm. And, I'm just, and he, and he says this and I'm, and I kind of looked at him and I was like, yeah, like kind of laughing. Like, I'm like, all right, let's go do it. Cause usually I'm the person that says that. Yeah. Or he always makes fun of people being like, oh yeah, you'll win soon. He goes, you, could you imagine if everybody just won as many times as people told him they would win? <laughs> Nobody. There would only be one winner every week. <laughs> he's just making jokes. I mean, it's, it's funny. But uh, he kind of tells me. He kind of laughs. He goes. He goes. No, like I'm serious. And I was like, Damn. Like, let's. He's like, let's go. And I'm like, okay. Like, I love so, it. I mean, I, he must have like you, felt something. How fired up were you? He must have felt something, and I'm just like, well, I mean, I'm just pumped to get another week of work, you know, working with him, like gaining more experience and yeah. kind of learning from him. It's 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 good. And so we start off in the first hole on, I mean, it's like 50, it's like 50 degrees. I'm like, dude, do you have a winter hat like that you want? He goes, no, I might go get my rain pants. He goes, you think I'm going to need them? I'm like, nah, like I'm feeling it's going to get hot. And like the weather wise. The putter gets hot though. Yeah. Yes. So there's ladies at the, at the ball distribution for the range and they got some hand warmers. I'm like, Alex, you want some hand warmer? He goes, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I'm like, okay, so we got hand warmers. Like, that's how cold it was. Jeez. So now we're about to go play this par 70, winged foot. With, it's cold. It's blowing out of the north, and you're just like, holy cow, here we go. Like, this is the teeth that everybody wanted. Oh, God. Like, and I'm just like, holy cow, here we go. And the first hole, we hit it. Like, we had seven iron into the first hole, and the pin's over there on the right. And He goes – we can't hit six because if we go over, we're putting downwind. Like we don't, if we go over, like on the back edge of the green, we're putting downwind. I can't, like we can't stop it. Yeah, it's it's. And I'm like, okay. And then so there's like a ridge, like six short. And he goes, he goes. I think I can get it. I think I can get seven up on top of the ridge. And I'm like, I, and I'm like, we can't hit eight. Like it's just, it's we can't. And he goes, okay. Like all right. So we're just if it comes to the front of the green, we'll just two putt it. Then. And he goes, okay, perfect. Hits like right on the top of the slope, comes back to the front of the green. And I'm just like, like okay, like, this is how it's going to be. I'm like, dude, that's a good shot. That's positive. Nice work. He goes, yeah, that's what we did. And Dang. so he's got like a, probably like a 60 footer now from like the front edge, rolls it up. I mean, it's just an unbelievable putt. Wind's blowing. Like, I mean, I'm freezing. Like I got my hands with my hand warmers. I could barely write my yardage book. Rolls up like five feet past the hole. And I'm like, this, I'm like, this is, this is winged foot. Like this is the day. Wow. I'm like, holy cow, here we go. And he curls this one in the front edge. I'm like, all right, sweet. Let's go. Wow. Next hole. Wait, he, hits he, made, he made the bomb? Made the five-footer. No, he hit like oh, five, 60 oh, feet yeah, by. Yeah. Okay, okay. Made like a five-foot comeback or like little slider in the wind. You're just like, this is exactly the putt you want. Oh, God. You know? So the next hole, hole two, pins back. Uh, where is the pin? Back left? I think it's back left, yeah. And he hits it, and he kind of hits like a little high kiter that just gets over the bunkers. Now he's got like another 60-footer. And he's kind of like – he hits it, and I look at him, and he's kind of like – he's like thinking it's going to go in, and it just misses the edge, taps in for two. And I'm like, great hole. Like we had to hit six iron in that hole. 
We go to hole three, par four, dead in the fan. Pins like just over that false front. It's like it's like twelve on the false front goes up to like mm-hmm. nine. It's like three over this false front. You're just like, I mean, if you hit it over it, you might as well just grab your wedge because you're gonna put it off the green. It's like into the, it's putting back downwind if you hit it past the hole. He goes, he goes. You think four iron just kind of hit front edge, and if it chases up there like uh, Thursday, that's perfect. I'm like, dude, perfect. Lands like front edge. He goes, good. He comes back to the bag. He goes, I like laying up on par threes. That's cool. <laughs> So he puts it from the front of the green, almost makes another one from like 35 feet off the front fringe. And so I'm thinking we're through like three holes. It feels like we're like one under. Yeah. You know, you're just like, you're, you're like, making, you're, ma- you're we're making shots. Like, with yeah, we're pocket. gaining shots everywhere. Yeah. Hole four, tough little hole. Hits like a great one. Uh, puts it, where was that pin? Back, back middle, maybe? Yeah, I think it was back middle or front right. But he puts it up, makes par, and I'm just like, wow, this is awesome. Now, this hole five, great. not a good hole for us. Dog leg left. We hit this big fade. And he yeah. kind of hits this fade way over to the right, chops it out to, like, kind of the front edge, and two putts again. And I'm just like, holy smokes. Like, this is awesome. And I'm looking at there's yeah. a leaderboard. First time you see on hole five, they got, like, the leaders. They th- scroll through, like, the top 20. It's U.S. Open, so, they like, it's an okay leaderboard. Like, they, they never put, like, past, like, 20th place. Like Sunday, all they had was the top ten, so you had no idea where you were at. It's just yeah. like it's kind of like it kind of stunk, to be honest. <laughs> Figure and, it out, USGA. <laughs> well, like Friday, we had no idea what the cut line was going to be. Oh, that's terrible. Oh yeah. Like we had no idea. I mean, we kind of have an idea because we play it every we you right. play golf all the time. But you're just like, I have no idea. So we get up to uh, we get up to six. So that's kind of like that drivable hole. It's like yep. three twenty, and the. And he uh, pin was kind of in the back middle, and he's a great. Okay. He puts it from like ten or fifteen yards off the fairway. Like now, what did you guys hit off that tee all the time? We hit driver every day. Every it day, it feels like everybody was doing that. Yeah, except for DJ. I feel like DJ was laying up, which I feel is like dumb. I always saw him with an, like an iron on that. Did, Unless he was did, hitting, like, uh, six iron, carrying the bunker and rolling it down the hill. That's fine. Did Fred and but, Feely hit driver? I think so. Yeah, probably. I mean, they stripe it. Yeah. Um, but he, the pins like back middle hits a great tee shot on that hole. Like it was kind of nice. That wind comes off the right for him. He just loves it. He hits this low little peel and cut. I mean, it's like his go-to driver shot. It's awesome. So he's a great putter. So we were like five yards off the front edge and he puts it like 20 feet short. I'm like, that is really strange. Like that's the first slip up we've had all day. Like, I mean, he's playing unbelievable two putting from like 60 feet. And I'm just like, well, this is like practice puts like 20 feet short and he rolls that one in i'm like holy oh. smokes and i look at the leaderboard behind the seventh green which is that little par three and it says hot rounds for the day <laughs> and it says alex norn one under par and we're leading that day nice so like i know we teed off early but like all these guys behind us like plus three was on the board like of the top 10 hottest rounds of the day and I'm no like, way oh and you're like oh that's like, how we're doing i'm like so there's like bogeys are being made out here and we're playing with Brian and Brian Harmon. He was like four over through six. And I'm just thinking like, okay, like maybe, but you don't know. Yeah. When you're watching somebody else kind of hacking it around. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. And you're just like, okay. So we step up on seven, step up on seven. He hits like this. And it's another false front little area up there. We talked about earlier and he hits like this one just over the front edge, the pins on the, on the on the right and it's he's putting this one now downhill downwind 
And I'm oh just boy. Like, and I'm just like, okay, here we go. And he just taps this thing, and I'm like, hold. I mean, that's going to be like four feet short. And now we got the little tickler, and it goes all the way to the hole and sneaks in the front edge. I was like, oh my gosh. Here we go. Now we're like two under. The next best round is like one over par on the course or like some guy that's like even through one. And right. I'm like, I'm like, I think he wasn't, doing, he wasn't kidding about something. winning. Yeah. Or like that, or just like, I think this is what we needed. Like, this is, this is good. Like you need to have, if you're going to win a tournament, you need to have the best round of the day at some point. Most right, yeah. of the time. Most that's of the true. time. Or like, or play unbelievably close to the best round every day. Yeah, but all the guys that win, I mean, they like Bryson, best round of the last round by three. Okay, and, and like anyone. the other rounds, obviously, like right there. Yeah, you still have to be like you still have to be playing and close, but most winners are going to be the best one of the days of the week. Sure. So he hits the so we're there, and then hole eight is like this perfect hole for him. He kind of fans driver. We ended up making I think we made bogey that day on eight, um, and I'm just like okay, like that's still okay, like we're rocking and rolling. Hanging on, hanging in there. What What was the – and we get to hole nine because, you know, what, what was the shortest club you guys had in the nine? Because I saw – obviously everyone saw Bryson's eagle third round. He had like nine iron in or something. Yeah. Like what yeah. were you guys having in the, like that nine green second shot? Uh, we hit – I think we hit seven iron the one day. I want to say that was – that we hit seven iron Friday. So it was playing kind of short that okay. day then, like even for Bryce. Yeah, it was playing. It was playing downwind, and it was warm. It was warm. That was our last hole on Friday. I thought sure. we had to make a birdie, but it turns out we had to make a par. We probably hit the wrong club. We probably needed to hit six iron. But yeah, hole eight, we missed the green. We punched it over in the right. Then we had to punch it kind of short left to the green. Chipped it up to like six feet past the hole, like a big, huge. Like I mean, it broke like four feet left to right, and he missed it. Made bogey there. I'm just like, okay, like we're still in this because kind of like six through 12, like if you wanted to say there was an easy point of the golf course, like that's where it is. You got two par fives in there. You had seven, which was like one of the easiest holes all week because you finally got to hit like a a club that was like under a five iron into a green, which was nice because you got to hit like a little wedged eight or nine. And then you had nine was pretty, nine was the easiest hole. And then you kind of had to escape hole 10, the par three, a little long. And then 11 was like kind of a tricky tee shot, but an easy green. Like you could hit it pretty close. So we got to nine, made par there, had had like a weird chip and it lipped out, I think, again. So you're just like, all right, we turned at one under. Now people are like starting to have – that was a great hybrid he hit on nine. Holy cow, was that good when he punched out of that weeds. I'm watching it as we're speaking here. Watch this highlight. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it's so it's so good. Just rolled over the green, had like a really tricky chip, and just didn't get it up and down. I think he lipped out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he lipped that one out. That was. That was the one I was talking about. That was the one that I said that he missed. He like lipped that one out where he kind of stepped into it, and he just. Oh man, holy cow! That was such a good putt. Oh, so I'm just, just like, really okay, I'm like, he's 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 human. He's human. Like he missed one, and I'm just like, okay. Well, he missed one on eight and nine. I'm just like, all right, one like one under through nine. We're we're doing good. Go over to the back nine. You know, hit a great shot on ten, like just phenomenal. Lands front edge, mm-hmm. rolls out like uh, let's get my yardage book twelve. Rolled out twelve to like four past the pin, and now he's got this putt like downwind. 
huge bender left to right, and he just leaves it on the front edge. I'm like, all right, like yeah. positive hole. Like I watched like part. four other people hit that putt, and they all did the exact same thing. Yeah, it just like it just stays there, and you're just like, oh, son of a gun. <laughs> step up on eleven, step up on eleven, and now I'm just like. You know, like, I think we're doing okay. We just missed, like, three putts in a row. You know, we're still playing great. Like, let's just keep hitting good shots, keep playing. Like, we know our game plan. Let's keep rocking and rolling. 11, he misses the fairway left, not the side you want to miss it on. You can miss it right because you can run it up from the right, but he misses it left. He goes, you think I can land this on the hole? I'm like, dude, I think we have to hit it in the long right bunker so you can just chip it right. He goes, I feel like my lie's good enough. Hits the shot. I mean, it's right at the pin. It was a really good shot. Comes up like 15 yards short, short of the bunker shorts. So now we can't get any spin out of it, out of the rough. I'm just you're praying to God that there's a nice lie. Chips, <laughs> it like fifth, chips it like 15 feet past. I'm like, oh, boy, like we're kind of losing a little momentum. Like yeah. he pits this putt, goes in. I'm like, all right, sweet. 12, worst tee, like such a bad tee shot. Only bad shot on the course. Hits it, lands in the fairway, goes in the right rough. We lay up, hits it up there to hits it up there to probably like eighteen feet just below the hole. Mm-hmm. I'm just like okay, hits this putt, kind of starts walking after it like an inch short. And you're just like oh, oh, heartbreaker. Right. Yeah, and you're just like how do you how do you miss one at this point? You know, and rock and rolling. <laughs> but then let's see, uh, thirteen. 13 is the par three. Hit it short right in the bunker. Hit it like 18 feet past. Curl in this 18 footer. Coming Made back. it. Like, oh, oh my, my god. And now I'm looking. So now there's like some of the like good players are starting to get on. I mean, we've been on the course for like three hours now. Like tee off at 9:30. Now like the 12:30 tee time. Like this is the guys that are like, you know, probably in like 12th, 15th place, teeing off. And I'm just like, now I'm looking at like hot rounds, and I'm like, I see us up there, like minus one. There's one other guy like minus one, and then it's like even, even, like one, one, two, 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 and I'm just like, yeah, are we really playing this good right now? Because it doesn't feel like we're playing that good. You're rocking and rolling. Yeah, and then yeah, rocking and rolling. <laughs> we're literally rolling, like rolling the shine, big rolling. time right now. Yeah, rolling the rock. shine. Yeah. So I mean, rolling the rock. Yeah, it was. It was great. Like, so do you, like, during that round, like, you know it's special. Like, are you just, like, you know he's in the zone and you're just, like, giving the numbers, staying out of the way, like, not talking to him as much? Or what's the vibe like? So he, like, when we walk off tees, he'll ask me, like, a question. And if he asks me the question, that's kind of, like, my key. Like, okay, Austin, talk. And, I mean, I'm pretty good at that. Like, people say (laughs) I'm good at it. They say I am. Once you you give you the free wheel, it's, like, yeah. It's, It's not safe. (laughs) <laughs> it's not safe like siri talks to me more than i need her to but but yeah so that's kind of our cue but i mean we didn't really know it was anything special i mean he rolled in the one for birdie on 15 and you're mm-hmm. just like i like, actually yeah, just watched 15. that it was a nice putt and 15 great putt nice you know, putt. i mean we hit a great shot in there and great yeah he rolls it in i'm just like holy cow and then 16 is a terrible hole for us little dog leg left yep then he poured that one in on 16, and he kind of like it went up, curls hard right, yeah. and I he just looks at it, waves his hand, and just like if you watch the video, he just kind of shakes his head, and he's just like, oh, my gosh. It's the best putting day I've had in my life. Makes a five-footer on 17. Like yeah. when it really got special was probably there on 16, like back to your question, Grady. When it got special, it was probably right there. Sure. 
All right now, I'm watching it. I'm like, watching his shot out of the rough, right rough. Uh, on which one? On 16. sixteen. What's he hitting there? <laughs> oh God, I don't know, but he came up well short. Yeah, it hit that. Oh, it hit oh, that tree. Put, oh my then God, he puts it from like fifteen he, short. Like he's a phenomenal. He's more like he uses than 15, his putter. I mean, this was like. Yeah. Oh, he's like, oh man, that was. He might have been yeah. twenty-five yards off the green there. Yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of weird there at Wingfoot. They they have a different cutting pattern the first like thirty feet up to the green, like a different mowing pattern. Yeah, so it's, it's almost like, yeah faster. Yeah, but it's also weird in the fact like chipping it. Like sometimes it'll like explode. Like you know when you play like Bermuda, like, yeah, kind of just like explodes. And you're like you're at a U.S. Open, like you never even see that ever. Usually you just see like oh you can pick it off this. It's like playing off a hard pan. Yeah, usually. But like this one is, it was kind of strange, and we kind of talked. I mean, he's such a good chipper, he uses a sixty like a ladle. I mean, he, yeah, he just like, and he said it just kind of felt a little weird. Well, sure. the whole course was a little bit softer, so you wonder if just like that tiny bit, uh, you know, a moisture might create just that kind of the, yeah, kind of that explodey type divot stuff that you might find up in those, right entrances yes greens. yeah and like i don't know if it's because it played like in november is it played in uh september that might be a temperature to, thing yeah i mean it was getting cold yeah. at night so it, it usually that helps them tells them that they can keep it firm during the day and it was cold right. at night i mean it was good weather for them all week they didn't have any rain yeah so so I mean, like, they did, did you, a great they did a great job so you thought setup wise because obviously there were some people who thought it wasn't playing hard enough which i think those people were dumb um like did you think I mean, it, it was like pretty perfect setup as it got harder throughout the week yeah because if they would have had the setup all four days that way i mean it would have been you just couldn't get I around mean, it, it would have been crazy well we went to finish during the light is probably what they were really worried about yeah because even that even that first day we bogeyed our last two 17 and 18 i mean we played them because it was overcast all day we played them via the leaderboard lights oh okay I mean, the we, big, they yeah. called like the group behind. We were the second to last group, and they called uh, the group behind us stopped in seventeen fairway. And you guys like, were, we're probably just like, just all like, right, well, let's, let's play eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're on the last hole. Usually, you play. I mean, it was Poana Greens. I tried to convince him to not hit his twelve footer on eighteen to to like try to putt it. I'm like, dude, why don't we just come back in the morning? We'll tee off. We'll hit this putt, and then yeah. we'll go play 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 our second round and. He's yeah. like, nah, let's just make it. I don't want to worry about it. He goes, I'll make it. <laughs> it kind of like bumped short. I'm just like, bummer. But it's okay. I mean, who yeah, was your, uh, who were you guys paired with in rounds one and two? Who did we play? We played with I saw, Hammer. I was going to ask Hammer. you, what did you think about his game? Who? Um, a lot Cole of talent. Hammer. A lot oh. of talent. He's probably got a little growing up to do. He got like really angry really fast, and like if anybody ever like knows about a U.S. Open, it's like kind of you really got to keep your like bogeys are gonna happen. You're gonna Sorry. get kicked in the. I mean, unless you're literally just like careering it and you're a top five player in the world, you're gonna get kicked in the dick a lot. Yeah, you're gonna get hit in the mouth, and it's gonna happen at one point. It might happen five times, but you got to come back the sixth time and like keep grinding it out. Like he's got a lot of talent. Hits a ball like really right to left. Has some height. You know, he was like. He's like really going. He really goes at it hard. Like there isn't much like of a like a governor to his game. Yeah. Like, and like I don't know if it's really a, like an attack mode type of 
core swing foot. Like you don't yeah. just stand up there and wail away. You know, you kind of got to like massage a few balls. Like you into see the a lot of. And... I feel like you see a lot of guys that last step in developing their game is really just like they can almost have that easy speed, and now they're just kind of almost like rotating their body out there. Honestly, when it, when you ever watch DJ Dustin Johnson hit knockdown shots. It's just like the easiest, smoothest thing, and a lot of young guys just can't haven't quite like got that shot yet. Yeah, and it's like, and, and the game is going definitely to like a point where it's just like bomb and gouge for sure. Yeah. So they think it's like always like that, but if you bomb it, the gouging part still has to have like Touch. a little finesse to it. Oh yeah. Like nobody yeah. talks about how Bryson was like he was like third in strokes gained around the green this week. Yeah. Yeah, you like, can. Yeah, bomb. you think kind of he that has, rough in that bunker? I mean, that's yeah. The that's whole phenomenal. the whole thing too about the the him bombing it is people forget how much skill and talent he had before the distance. You know his yeah. precise. I mean, the guy won like what did yeah. he win like two or three tour events before he got big. A few Maybe more. Oh yeah, he might have won five. Yeah, but yeah, so. What's what is like the commentary out there? Like, was it shocking he was six under? I mean, is everyone just kind of like. You know, do we need to start doing more of what Bryson's doing? And kind of what's the view on just him winning and him in general out there? I mean, there's – I think it's – it's. I don't know. Like, everybody's, like, kind of amazed at what he's doing. Like, Alex has hit balls next to him for a little bit, and you're just like, okay, like, that's pretty impressive what he's doing. And, it's, and like, it works some weeks and some weeks it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, this week – I think this week what really helps him is, like, 40% of fairways are being hit. So, so nobody's really nobody's hitting the fairways. The fairway, yeah. So why not just hit it as far as I can? And like the earlier people started adapting that, I think the more, yeah. the, the better they got. Like Will Zalatoris is a big Scott Fawcett guy at Decade. Uh-huh. And yeah. usually the main concept is if there's no um, hazards 60 yards from where your driver aim should be like 30 yards left or right, uh-huh. you should just hit driver. And I mean, he played pretty good this week. I mean, the guy's playing unreal hot. I mean, he's ranked 76 yeah. in OWGR and he's playing on the corn Ferry tour. I mean, mm-hmm. Andy Johnson's all over that. Oh yeah. Oh, so big, but I mean, I mean, I mean, it, I think it might have a little bit of truth to it in that in certain concepts but i mean it seemed to it seemed to work off for those two guys this week which is the basis of his of his so uh, was studying was your guys' strategy then different this week compared to like a heritage or like a, just a normal tour event you know week like was it no it's it's pretty similar he's just his strategy really is like you know just go hit good shots <laughs> and i'm just like i'm starting to like kind of work like i don't know if i like, I don't want to change what he's doing because he's a great player, like phenomenal player. Right. But, like, I kind of want to learn to, like, understand, like, what he's seeing, you know, yeah. without him telling me. And, like, he's getting more and more, like, leaning on me where he can be like, yeah, you like, like, a draw just at that car. Like, he, the first, like, eight or nine events we worked together, he, he wouldn't say anything on the tee box. He just, driver, you like driver? And I'd be like, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, now he's like, is it three wood or hybrid? And he's like actually asking the question because I think he trusts like the work that I'm putting in and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Does that for you to, is there more like what's a work week look like for a major? Then? I mean, obviously your first 
men's major event. Mm-hmm. Like, did you Second. try to do a little bit more? Oh, what was, oh, PGA. Sorry. Yep. What was, oh, it's uh, my third. It's my third major. I caddied for Jordan Ebergy at the U.S. Open at Aaron oh, Hills. Oh, did. Yeah. Oh, that's there right. You go. Finished there you 30th. Go. Um, I got three. I got three men's majors. I think we finished thirtieth that you, that week at Aaron Hills. T twenty two at PGA Championship and T seventeen at U.S. Open. I'm trending. You're trending. 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 Masters. Are you guys in the Masters? We're not in the November Masters. We got to grind to get into the uh, the April one. Okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, sorry, Grady, go ahead. Yeah, what does what? So, what's your prep week like? Do you do more than for a major week, or kind of what's your, like before? So my my benchmark for caddying is I want to see the golf course three times, three full times before we tee it up on Thursday. However, I get that done is I get it done. So this week I walked the course eighteen with uh, Feely on Monday morning, and then we practiced all afternoon. We played nine afternoons, so I saw twenty seven. Then the next day I walked 18 in the morning again, kind of put some more notes down because then after I see him play nine holes, I can kind of be like, okay, here's, here's what he's seen. Here's what we can do around the greens. Here's how firm the greens are. And then you kind of see how firm they get throughout the week. Mm-hmm. So I walked 18 again. We played the other nine. So that was 54 right there where I saw them all. And then I walked another like 13 holes on Wednesday morning. And then we played nine in the afternoon again. And that's usually usually my round, usually my thing. Uh, he's usually gets there, gets to the course at like ten. So I'll usually work from like ten till six on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because there's no pro am since Corona. So I don't know what it's like when he has yeah. pro ams. But uh, and then I'll usually get there around like probably say seven. So I'll be there from like seven till six, Monday through give or take an hour on either side, depending on if he feels pretty good. You know, we'll probably leave at like four thirty or five, but. I'm, I, my base is I'm usually there from 7 to 7.30, 7 till 6 on yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, I mean, being PGA Tour now, I don't have to uh, – you don't have to, like, go out and walk the course and kind of see how it's playing. You know, they got PGA Tour Live or NBC Sports. You can learn a lot more from just sitting mm-hmm. there and watching the coverage. So I'll get there. I usually get there about two and a half hours before the round. Okay. Um, usually get there about two and a half hours before the round. Probably takes me about an hour to put like the pins into my meters book. And then I got to put them into the greens book, which is in yards, kind of transfer that information and then make sure I have like, always want to walk off. Like, so I have in my book that I know that like, okay, we got seven behind it to this slope, or we got six over the water to this slope or to this pin and different things like that. So that usually takes like an hour Then I'll eat. And then he warms up for about an hour and 20 minutes before a round and then then we go peg it, go make birdies, or don't make bogeys. Depends on what mm-hmm. tournament you're playing in. Yeah. So right. that's my usual. You mentioned week. the green. What's up? You mentioned green greens books. Um, they've kind of been a little topic of conversation lately. Do you think green green reading books should be allowed? Does everybody use them? Uh, do you use them a lot? What a, what's the general consensus on those? Um, if it were me going back to like the natural part of the game i would say they they shouldn't be used at all Mm -hmm. and then when i say that we use them uh we all we really like alex never asked me for reads it's basically like uh like the flip of the coin rather than like if we both look at one and i see oh this one's going left and he sees it's going right i'm like all right let's just flip this thing open it's like a tiebreaker yeah but the most of the time we use it especially like this week is where you know like how far the slopes are behind yeah. it's just a little bit sure. more detailed than the normal book yeah yeah um 
but that's kind of where we look at it more like if we're hitting like a wedge shot and like okay where do we want to putt from like here's a good putt here you go like right hit it here like if we land it if we land it six past this hole is that going to land into a slope and it's going to spin back 20 like are we going to even have right. a chance to yeah. be able to keep this close if we hit that's like interesting. a 60 degree rather than hitting like a 56 that's going to land like four short and jump up like three yards and stay one short you're yeah. just like okay that's, that's probably that's way more where we use it or like where I'll use it. Yeah, that's interesting that used... it's used more for some people. It can be used as such a helpful tool on approach shots rather than, you know, yeah. I've always thought about the whole debate about greens reading books is that they have the, you know, obviously people aren't even reading the ground anymore. They're just being told where to hit it, you know, but uh, yeah, that's interesting and... with the shots. And, like, you still have to hit the shots. I mean, most of the time, you got to hit a green yeah. pretty right. I mean, it might be off by, like, an inch, but you're still going to make it if you're off by an inch. But Right. Yeah. I mean, got it. you still have to hit such good speed. And, I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. Like, do you think, if they were, you think if they were banned, like, people would be pretty pissed and they'd be like... That's I mean, good. there would probably definitely be some people that are like, dude, this is, like, part of my livelihood. Like, Yeah, kind of like, like the putter that, thing. That, the, the anchoring the putter, yeah. Well, like the anchoring the putter now is totally fine. Like I think the whole basis behind the rule, I mean, coming from an arm locker myself, but (laughs) I'm an OG arm locker. I mean, I've been doing it since like 2011, but like, see the whole basis of the rule was to get the butt end of the club to move to sway. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody talked about it when Bernard Longer was like locking his arm in there and doing it back in the day. I mean, now they just talk about it. Like I understand the belly putter being outlawed because that was never moving. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I, and I just moving the butt under the putter. It's not swinging. I just mean the pushback that, you know, initially when it happened, there was a lot of guys who were like super angry, you know, saying this. Well, yeah, Tim take Clark. I mean, where's he been? Well, that's true. Tim Clark kind of did screw him. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> where's he been? He's had a pretty, I mean, he's had a pretty good life. I don't know. He was a little injured. I know that, but. Sure. He, he did okay yeah. playing golf. Mm-hmm. Webb Simpson's figured it out. Oh, it's Webb's like, better than ever. Keegan Bradley. Keegan's still grinding. Yeah. Yeah, Keegan's playing good. We played with him at uh, – where did we play with him? We played with him at Colonial this year. What's nice he guy. like? Nice guy. Nice guy. Like <laughs> just him. a little antsy just, over the ball. Yeah, I mean, borderline schizophrenic. <laughs> just like, like, what's going on? Like, but it's, it's actually – I'm not going to lie. Like, it's actually amazing watching him hit shots because, like, him and his caddy, like, his caddy stands right next to him, and he's kind of, like, doing his thing, like, head bobbing behind it. As soon as he just goes, okay, he's going in, his caddy splits to the left, or splits to the right, he steps in, and it's just like, and you're just like, holy cow. Wow. Like, and it, it, it's wow. so, like, as soon as he steps towards the ball and his caddy moves, like, it's, like, beautiful, like, synchronized swimming every time. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful. That is yeah. awesome. Any other, we, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, we, I just remembered, we, we gave Lucas Glover a little love, and we saw you play with him on sun, was it Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. It's he's silly pure. The Yip King. Like, I've heard he's so pure, like ball striker-wise. Yeah, I mean, the ball just goes like, and then just slowly draws, like comes out low, just like, boom, just Ooh. playing without a glove. Nicest guy in the world. Like, you watch his ball, thanks, man. You take the flag out, thanks, man. Oh, thanks, man. Like he's so nice. We might be. We might become a Lucas Glover pod, dude. He's a good guy. Like, I mean, he's awesome. His caddy. His caddy's been with him for eighteen years. Whoa! Wow! Eighteen years. I mean, that's a long time. It's a long time. You don't hear that. They're doing pretty good. Like, 
I mean, he had some I mean, demons, dude, with the putters. So that he, yeah, I mean, but all props to him. Like, yeah. I mean, he's still with it. He said some demons in his marriage. I mean, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's done some bad things. Yeah, I, to him. I mean, she's I was been, gonna say he's been like, with his I don't daddy know. longer than his wife. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, I don't know how you can hate the guy. Like he's so nice. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't want him to win the Beth Page, but I mean, like I was 18 years old. I'm like, I don't want to root for this guy. Like I yeah. want somebody. Cool we want a tiger. Yeah, we all want a tiger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like Lucas Glover comes there and he just, I mean, he's so nice. That's like how you describe him. I mean, like we got done. He goes, boys, that was really enjoyable. Love playing <laughs> oh, with you guys. What a guy! Like, what a great like, game. Okay, Love that, man. yeah. Like just, and he had just gotten done like shooting like forty on the back nine. Like was actually playing really good. Just, like during the, I mean, we were five yeah. over through five. He's like one under through six, and he's like, like in the tournament. And then all of a sudden, shoots like, I don't know. He, he tied mm-hmm. us. We ended up finished both both at eight over, but he shot like five over on the back or something like that. And you're just like, well, that's uh, you know what? Still, I just like, became. You would never I, know. I just became a big Lucas Glover fan. Boom. Yeah. Every, yeah. People should be a fan of him. He's awesome. He's great. Uh, any other any other guys that you have just uh, left an impression on you from the guys you've played with? Jeez, oh, who else have we played with? We've played a good. We played a couple practice rounds with Tony Finau. I mean, he's just. I mean, laid back Luke. He's seems he's pretty awesome. quiet. He's just chilling. Yeah, he's just he's just hanging out. Kind of sticks to his own business, just rocking and rolling. We played with him like he had just let his caddy go like two weeks earlier, so he was kind of. <laughs> Like working with a new caddy, and I was kind of friends with his old caddy, uh-huh. but he was uh, so he's kind of like working on a little bit of that. But yeah, he's so nice. Like him and I, him and I are pretty. You didn't now. you didn't want to uh, see if that was an open spot? <laughs> no, I don't really think that. Like personally, I don't think that looks good. You know, you leave one player to go to another yeah. player. Like I understand, That's like bad. if it's a mutual like passing or if there's something crazy going on, but I just don't yeah. think that looks good. You just kind of yeah, you stick it out and rock and roll unless i mean if you're gonna have a career change like if i'm gonna get out of caddy and then yeah okay go leave it but yeah, yeah what do you what do you think the uh what do you think the caddy... oh cool guy huh joel Dahman and his caddy are they should have their own podcast like they <laughs> need a sitcom did you did, guys see his caddy did, did he stay with you or no no he found a place but did you see his video oh, okay. this week? yeah yeah it was hilarious well, i mean he i don't think so... i saw it Oh my gosh! It's like two and a half minutes. Just long. go he look did it. A, he did like yeah. an MTV Cribs edition of his hotel room in Marvonic, oh, like I truck did stop. See that? Yeah, with like gunshots. And, that was bad. Really? Oh, it was bad. so funny. It was so funny. I did see that. Nice. What do you, what so do you we think played. The... We played with those two at Colonial, and I'll never forget it. We were on fifteen, and it's kind of like in between hitting like driver or, or three wood. Like if you have to lay up, if you can't cover the bunker, you got to hit three wood. Basically, one of those things. And him and his caddy are talking like, hey, is it enough wind to hit it? Gino goes, you know, it's it's driver. You might call me a dumbass in like 30 seconds, but it's driver. <laughs> and Joel goes, Joel's like totally laid back. I mean, it's like he's playing a Saturday game with the boys, like when he's playing out there. He does it. Like, he's so nice. He, he goes, all right, give me the driver. Hits one. He goes, I think you were right. And it's right down the fairway. And I'm like, they said this like before they were playing. I'm like, what? Like, that's so much confidence in your player. Like, you might call me a dumbass in 30 yeah. seconds, but hit driver. Oh, I love <laughs> that. That's great. But they, I mean, they're love so that. good. Like, I, I asked him, I asked him, like, what do you, like, that was when co- first tournament out of COVID. 
and I asked him, I'm like, are you, you like, what do you, what do you think about this whole thing? And he goes, you know, I think it's great. Cause I might, this is Joel Dahman, by the way. He goes, I might be the best person ever. If you told them they had to kill seven hours and not do anything and just sit on their phone and do nothing. I think I might be the MVP at that. <laughs> he goes, I love it. I love Corona. <laughs> he, lo- he loved it. Yeah. Oh man. He must love, love the quarantine life. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a great guy. Grady, go ahead. You had a question. Oh no, I was just, yeah, just, well, I forgot what I was going to say. Cause, Cause it sounds like a couple of weeks off and a couple of good events coming up. And I just wanted to see what the, uh, what do you think the caddy player scene will be like two weeks in Vegas? Is it going to be interesting for, you think it's going to be wild? I don't know. Some of these guys have played there. I was talking with, uh, I was talking with Harry, uh, Rory McIlroy's caddy. He goes, yeah, I might, I might stay at the, uh, I think they're only playing the, the one week. He goes, I might stay at the casino for a week. That'd be fun. Go play a couple hands of blackjack. It's good. He's probably got some money to do it. We yeah. might have to have a, a recap yeah. pod to see if there was any any zombies on one of the mornings that you saw okay. out there. We're gonna have. Some, yeah, we're gonna I've heard on. some stories. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton's caddy. I mean, funniest guy in the world. <laughs> Tyrrell Hatton's guy. Funny I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. So we played. We played with them, and they got an unreal relationship. But his caddy's like, I want to say he's probably near like fifty. He's been caddying forever. Caddy for a bunch of guys. His name's Mick. Super Scottish accent. Owns a bar in Bali. Bali. Really? Caddy owns a bar in Bali. Wow. He go, I'm like, what are you going to do on your week off? He goes, I might go to Bali, go drink for five days. So his record is he drank 42. This is this is the story. He drank 42 bottles of wine in a week. What? Are you kidding week. me? In a week. Sunrise to sunset every day. Six a day. Dude, that's Dude, that's six, like 3.4 six or 3.4. 6 a day. Dude, what a I mean, day. you look at this guy you look at this guy from behind you're just like, "Oh, okay, like, oh, that's like." Oh and then he turns God. sideways and he's just got this like Gump. like four watermelon belly just <laughs> rocking and rolling. Just a just a boiler. <laughs> just rocking and rolling. Yeah, and you're just it's like, "Okay. Well, that's uh that's what he does." Oh, oh nice. Well, keep gathering the stories. It. We'll have to have you have to bring yeah, you back, and we're we'll gonna have you back on for more. Yeah, yeah no, the caddy that'd stories be, are that'd be great. I, I mean, they they just keep going. I gotta, we, I need some questions to like organize my thoughts. <laughs> no kidding. All right. Well, next time we'll we'll send you over some questions beforehand. We put you on the spot here tonight. Yeah, yeah this was, I'm not. I wasn't that. very good on the spot here tonight. You're always good on the spot. No, I, mean, I feel I'll, like I feel like I feel like this was just a good chatter. I feel like we should redo it. <laughs> I, I still think Zach, you can probably attest, or not? Uh, yeah, Zach, you can probably attest. Best, best man speech you've ever heard is Austin Still for Feely. I mean, yeah, it was oh, pretty good. It, it was, was good. good. So you know, it, everybody rolling on the floor. It was. It was. They were rock and roll on the floor. Nelly, it was pretty good. <laughs> See, like this How isn't times, good. This isn't good. How many times did rock and roll and get said tonight? Dude, too many. We need Austin, to delete those. Austin, we got to retape. We got to retape. Austin, I think you said it 12 times. <laughs> 12. Is that the new phrase? Rock and rolling. Well, I didn't know that you guys I didn't know that you guys were like swearing on here. You guys <laughs> I mean, a little bit. We keep it light. My mom my, my shout out my mom. She's discovered the podcast a little while ago and she's been texting me like 
the day the day after it publishes, like seven texts in a row about the podcast. I'm like, oh every my god! Minutes, every ten minutes, saying what your favorite segment was. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mom, get out of here. She's not gonna have. There is no segment on this. It's it's. I know terrible. it's true. No, it's brutal. There's no. There was no, no organization. Segment. Zach left halfway through. I mean, I didn't know. What I to know. Think. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I got booted. I went silent for 20 we, minutes. We tried to start that one segment that once. Like, what's your best three from the T story? Oh, yeah. That's I bet right. Austin has some good ones of those. Yeah. Three from the T story. Yeah. You ever having, had like, having to play three from the T. So, oh, I thought we actually should have talked about So, we played with Harry Higgs. I mean, I can go into another one. The best, but I could give you two from the T. <laughs> Well, two from five, two from five feet in front of the tee is really what this one is. Oh, oh, was he this at Olympia? Whole five at Olympia. Oh, you were that playing with him that day. Yeah, we were playing with Harry Higgs. Oh, that's hilarious. And he hits one, and he's so like, I mean, he is the man. Harry Higgs is just the man. Like, he should be the poster child for everybody. Should, everybody should be a fan of him. Yeah. Shanks one off the tee, <laughs> straight shank with like a four iron. Shanks one off the tree. Have you guys played there? Hole five at Olympia? Yeah. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Goes off into the trees right. Like, so it's going to hit those houses over there. And all of a sudden, you just hear it go like bang, bang, bang off three trees. Comes back at us. I grab the bag, like go to pick it up because I think it's going to smoke us. Hits the track man next to the tee. Goes literally like five feet in front of him. And without skipping a beat, he looks at his caddy, who's his brother, Alex. And he goes, I like the same club. <laughs> that's what he said huh yeah and i'm just like that's oh great. my god and he's standing now now he's about to hit it again he's standing over it. he goes alex this is going to be the best fucking four you've ever seen in your life <laughs> yeah makes double and he's just go maybe not maybe you know? not unreal i played with alex that's in college great. he's a nice guy alex higgs yeah yeah he's great i just played call of duty with him earlier today look nice at you. nice look at you so look you at this Caddy's Caddy's U.S. Open heads home, gaming on a Monday. What 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 more could you ask for? Yeah, well, my mom asked if I could trim the bushes this morning. She caught me right before I was about to go for my bike ride. Here's the here's the photo. <laughs> Is that you? Biking. And yeah, that's me. Oh, in my in your bike gear <laughs> with biking my helmet gear. on. Just <laughs> please send me. us that. Can we put that on Twitter? <laughs> Yeah, yes. yeah, here, I'll send it to We'll be like, here's our guest for today's spot. Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> People are going to be like, what the hell? Don't, you guys, we Who can't publish this. We can't publish this. We need We're to publishing it. We're going to publish let's it. Just do a, let's do a different one. Like, I enjoy talking to you guys, but I, this was so bad. Okay. Like, it was just, I, there were so many times I was just like, what am I talking about? <laughs> That's okay. We'll do another one. It's okay. We'll, we'll do, do another, another one this week. No, you can't publish yeah. this one, though. But how are people going to know okay. how much better the second one is if we don't publish the first one? Exactly. Hey, it's not where you're at. It's where you're going. But, like, I mean, I want to keep you guys professional here. This is this is going to get bad reviews. You guys are going to go from People want to hear the stories. People want to hear those stories. Yeah, yeah but they want to hear it organized. There, there's an hour and 30 minutes of blabbering. It's like it's <laughs> that's so what, bad. That's what we are. We're a tangent podcast. Yeah. No, we need an organization. This is driving me up a wall. If you publish it, I might not be able to. I might not be able to caddy ever again. <laughs> this is. I just yipped this All podcast. Right. <sighs> All right. I thought it was great. So thanks Shut for coming up. on. You were gone Appreciate for half. <laughs> Technical difficulties left Zach a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Of we might have lost. 
We might have lost half the recording anyways, so we might just have to redo it. You're right. We might have to redo it, but we'll see. Just redo it tomorrow night. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Hey, right, hey we'll talk. I'm going to exit out of here so it doesn't save. Hey. It wasn't a good chat. No, it wasn't even chat. It was a. It was a. It was me talking. It was terrible. <laughs> hey, Zach, like, yeah, Jared, right, we had you on. We know hey, you. Zach, Jared, Jared Cook scored. I know. I saw. Bang. God. That's great. I hope the guy huge. scores a bunch of points against me because he can score eighty and I can still win. <laughs> He's Take still that, confident. Rachie. Take that, Rachie. Rachie. Shout out, Matt Rachie.